Hello and welcome to the Marysville Church of Christ podcast. This is Commute, a time where we spend exploring our Sunday sermon, breaking it down, learning a little bit more, applying it to our life, and challenging us to be the Christians that God is calling us to be. This is our second Commute of the Week, kind of a special treat given a very difficult topic. It'll actually be our second of three total in which tomorrow we'll come back. Jesse, the intern of creativity, myself, and Jeff Darby, our uh, pulpit minister. And we'll be addressing some final thoughts as we wrap up our examination of this idea of being the church in the 21st century that God wants us to be. Jesse, you are here with me today. How are you, my man? Tired, but doing pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, it's been one of those weeks for sure, but I'm glad to be behind the microphone with you, glad to explore this topic with you, and without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in. Um, yesterday's Commute podcast, we talked a little bit about this idea of <clears throat> what it means to be the church in the 21st century, carrying the heritage of the church from the first century forward, being the force of change that, that transforms the world in the image of God and really uh, accomplishes the kingdom objective that God had in store for us. But one thing we talked about last week is that we are, e- or excuse me, yesterday, is that we're either being the influencers in society or we're being influenced by society. Right now, I would say that our church, not our church singularly, but as we talk through this episode, the church universal across the world, the kingdom of God. I'd say that we are struggling with being influenced. What are some factors and forces that you see today influencing the church and uh, maybe distracting us from our mission? Yeah, um, I would say, uh, first up, one of the main uh, influencers I see of the church today is uh, American politics. Um, I look around and see so tightly interwined the ideas of politics and parties, this issue and this issue, this person and this person, representative, you know, Republican, Democrat, and it being a church issue, it being involved with the church, the church taking it as if it is their responsibility and then taking the values of these these governments organizations and making them values of the church and putting them on par with things like what Jesus told us to do and i see these things and it is it is disturbing to say the least that a a organization devoted to man is being just as influential on us as um god I mean, the idea that the kingdom of heaven is being influenced by a kingdom of earth is kind of a broken model considering the kingdom of heaven is supposed to be moving, motivating, and changing the kingdom of earth. I think you're spot on with American politics being one of the biggest and perhaps most detrimental uh, influencers of the church today. And I think part of it kind of reveals um, some of our misconception. We believe that we need the U.S. government in order to accomplish the good that the church was supposed to do. We believe that we need the government to create policies and organize structures to really make societal difference when the kingdom of God was supposed to do that. And so doing really kind of what we've done, Jesse, is take our own power and give it to a human man-made organization. Yeah, we've we've passed it off. We've said, okay, well, you're the government, so we're going to try to put you in a position to do these things and, and taking it a step away from ourselves um, so that we can just sit back and do nothing. Um, but it is our job to be the one actively changing the world. It is our job to be the one healing and helping and feeding and clothing, not the government's. 
that is our job. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And one thing I find fascinating is that this is kind of a relatively new, um, a relatively relatively new phenomenon. Uh, through most of the church's history, we are at our best when we are separated from the kingdoms of earth. Um, we see our worst time collectively, like in our church history, was the times of the Crusades, the times of violence that that uh, it brought. And the reason it was so dangerous is because we combined. Christian ethics with earthly politics. We took our kingdom of heaven and gave it to the kingdom of earth. And we shouldn't be surprised when we began to look like the kingdoms of earth. I mean, when we were committing acts of violence, uh, committing acts of genocide, when we were oppressive and when we were at our worst, it was because we were like them. And I think if we're not careful today in the 21st century, the American church can start looking like the American governmental system. If it already hasn't already, we're already divided, divisive. Uh, polarizing, and living in this duality of right and wrong, or I guess I should say right and left. And that, I think, is the problem. Um, What else do you see as kind of an influence on the church in the 21st century that's stopping us from being the church God wants us to be? Well, this one dates back a long time, but I would have to bring up uh, Platonism, um, which, just to summarize, is the idea that we don't need to worry about earth. We don't need to worry about the now. We just need to worry about our souls and get into the afterlife, and then everything will be be fine and dandy. Uh, no, that's really not what um, Paul and Pauline theology taught. The earth is to be the dwelling place of heaven. Earth is the kingdom God gave us, this beautiful masterpiece, and we're choosing to ignore it. We're choosing to focus on simply the afterlife alone. That is important, but without the now, what's the point? We need to focus on our environment. We need to focus on the people now because that is preparing the world for God. That is healing the world for Jesus, and that is what we have been asked to do and failed so tremendously in doing. I... I literally don't have anything to add. Yes, um, 100% yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Platonism has been one of the biggest enemies of the church for thousands of years. I think it still is one of the biggest enemies. We have an entire environment, a kingdom of heaven, that is pointing off in the distance and saying, well, someday it's going to be okay. Someday we're going to go to heaven, and someday that's what it's all about. But no, Christ is constantly telling us that the kingdom of heaven is now. Uh, and it's our responsibility to live the kingdom now. I think we're being influenced by an idea that says we don't really need to worry about anything today. Let's just try to get to heaven, drudge through this life, and move on. I think that's the broken, uh, the broken theology that has affected us. And I think you're dead right. Uh, is there any other influencing factors that you see in the church today that are influencing us that we need to overcome so we can go back to being the influencers of the world? Uh, yeah, I'd say the final one, just to kind of wrap up all of the loose threads, uh, is our, our dogma. Our idea that what I think is right, and that is how it is, and... Even then, beyond that, our inability to let that go. At the end of the day, if I think something different about uh, from you about, let's say, how hell works or how this part of the Bible means, you know, like we're gonna, f- if in the current church we're gonna fight over that, and then we're gonna go separate ways, and we're not gonna talk anymore, or I'm gonna say you're not welcome in my church, and all of this stuff. When at the end of the day, if we disagree on something other than like the main principles, you know, Jesus Christ died for us and to live lives of love. Um, It's not that important. 
and we need to let it go. We need to live these lives of love and to care for all, even people who disagree with us. Being right, knowing the, the whole truth is impossible. Give up. Live a life of love. Show Jesus' love to all. Everybody. Doesn't matter what they've done. Doesn't matter what they think. Show Jesus' love to everyone. Help everybody because that's what Jesus told us to do. We sit around and argue about these ideas and thoughts more than we help people, and that makes us the Pharisees. That makes us the very people that we look at the Bible and say they were the bad guys. No, we've become them, and we need to change that and be more like Jesus, which is funny because we talk about being like Jesus all of the time. We are people who say that we follow Jesus and then live very little of what he taught us, and it's disappointing. Man, I'll tell you what, that is that is exactly right, and I'm, I'm right there with you. It is so interesting that we as people who have been for so long banging the drum of living lives like Jesus have missed this one crucial part that it's not about the rightness of our beliefs. That is not the prerequisite for Christian living. You aren't a Christian when you intellectually assimilate to all the right doctrines, that when you believe all the right things and you've discovered all the right truths. You are a Christian the moment you accept Jesus, submit to him and his kingship, and live like he did to the world. I think these three things you brought up, um, I think they're spot on. I think these are the things that are stopping our church from being the corporate entity of change and transformation that we need to be in the 21st century. American politics are dividing us. They're, they're allow, they're, uh, I guess, tricking us into giving away and handing off the power God gave us. I think our personal dogmas, our own rightness of beliefs, and I think Platonism, this idea that we don't have to worry about the world today are the things that are holding us back and stopping us. Um, you know, I, it's funny. I, I didn't really, I, I, we, we kind of spoke about this a couple minutes before we got on, but you didn't really tell me where you were going to go with it. And I don't think I have anything to add. I honestly think that if we as a church can overcome these three obstacles, if we can hand off our uh, nationalism, if we can hand off our dogma, if we can hand off our, our own inability to, to see the importance of the now, I think we're going to find ourselves being transformed in the image of Christ. I think the kingdom of God right now, what it needs is a wake-up call. A wake-up call to say, stop focusing on the wrong things so we can start focusing on the right things. Start emphasizing and re-emphasizing caring for others, helping those around you, sacrificing for others, not having to always be right, uh, but being willing to humble yourselves in every conversation, in every context, and allowing ourselves to be the light that Christ wants us to be. As we kind of wrap up today, uh, this idea of what we as a church are being influenced by. Jesse, do you have anything else you want to say to the people? Um, I guess I just want to say that um, I, you know, said a lot of things, and I'm, you know, I'm very emotional about this topic, um, and I may look like I'm coming across as judgmental or condemning, um, but I say all these things because I love the church, I love what we can do for the people and for God's kingdom. And I see a world that is hurting and the people that can heal it doing nothing. And that hurts a lot. I have seen people hurt by the church because of what we do. I have been hurt by the church because of what we do. And I know the church can be better. I know the church can be a vessel of love. And that is why I'm not just saying these things to put people down, but I'm, I'm, I'm begging the church to do better. 
so that we can heal people, so that we can heal the world. And I just want to, I guess, end by saying that I love you guys.